You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 054. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 54. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, Buttercup. Hey, Mrs. Smith. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Doing pretty good. June gloom has set in, so it's nice and overcast today. Yeah, Although it's really nice outside. It's been nice, yeah. yeah. It's making me excited. I saw on my calendar that uh, summer solstice is coming up. Oh, when is it? It's in, I think it's in like two weeks, a week and a half. Oh. Um, so that would be kind of a fun, we should do something for that. Like some sort of fun little ritual, hmm. like a pagan ritual. A pagan ritual? Where we get together and like chant about nature <laughs> chant about nature and like plant something or do something we're just gonna do a little nature chant at the smith household <laughs> that's so something we would do <laughs> it totally is <laughs> love to make that happen oh my god speaking of something that we would do you guys we just bought this new game oh it's a fun game and it's called heads up right heads up yeah yeah i think it was uh, advertised on ellen like she's yeah that's on the box it. yeah yeah and it's one of those like where you're supposed to wear a headband and like a like a you put a bunch like six cards in a category in the headband on your forehead. And the categories are like, uh, hey, Mr. DJ, uh, dynamic duos, uh, what are superstars, the superstars, and, and it'll give you you know two people, and the other person that doesn't have them on their head has to describe them without saying the name or rhyming or things like that all the different things that you do and then with the dj when you have to hum it you can't you know sing it yeah 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 which is so funny because it, you know you're trying to the your partner's trying to guess like six different cards in like one minute yeah you got a little egg timer with one minute and so when you're trying to hum it you're like mm-hmm, <laughs> like just like anxiously trying to hum and let me tell you guys something oh my I'm, god we're dying like i did choir and stuff like that in high school but i cannot like i have a hard time staying on tune and i can hear it like really well in my head but then when it does not come out in the hum then, and then you guys like and then i'm just like dying laughing because of course we we play this know, on like, like date it. night and we're already like three whiskeys <laughs> in and i'm like dying laughing my ass off and then mr smith like all anxiety ridden like, like it's time come on you're like hurry 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 hurry, hurry. <laughs> <laughs> And I just fun laugh, game. and and then you get frustrated, and I'm like, honey, just have fun with me. Maybe we'll put uh, the Joy Junkie logo underneath Ellen since we're promoting it. Well, that's what I'm thinking is, like, we should get some sponsorships so yeah, that we can right? pimp out things that we really like like that. I wonder For if sure. uh, we'll have to check into that. Yeah. Let's get – can you get on that? <laughs> yeah, I'll get – yeah. Yeah, I'll, we'll get on that. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, we've been um, – 
we've been having fun with our our little date night gaming. It has been fun. I love sure. that game. We also have another one called In a Pickle, and that one's fun too. That one's pretty cool, yeah. Uh, that one's more interpretive, though. And but that one's fun because you can kind of debate. You know, we love yeah. to yeah. to plead our case. Yep. And uh, there's another... I'm a master debater. Oh. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, my God. All right. Well, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. I hope everyone is doing well out there in uh, in cyberspace. And uh, if you're new to the show, typically what we do is we will spend a couple weeks on life topics and then a couple weeks on love or relationship-based topics. So today we're actually going to talk about uh, dealing with anger. Like when you're so pissed off, how the hell do you do? deal with it you yeah. know that's a life topic but it can translate to love too yeah it yeah. definitely because you know we're often pissed at our spouses true <laughs> you know but a four-step process to dealing with anger is kind of what we're gonna gonna go over today and it's actually something that I developed after working with countless amounts of clients and and uh, really noticing that we have sort of a primitive imprint in our subconscious mind and we've talked about this a few times but where there are certain behaviors, like just even fight or flight, right? Right. Like that was our method of caretaking for our physical well-being. Yeah. You know, when in danger, you either fight if you think you can win or you flee, right? And then you look at like how we deal in relationships. That's exactly what we do. We either get really combative, and this is any relationship, friendships, bosses, you know, intimate partnerships or we get the fuck out we flee we avoid we avoid confrontation we don't want to, you know and yep. it's it's all comes from this primitive place of um it's actually psychologically we know that it is ultimately a fear of death which is bizarre really? mm-hmm. oh, yeah wow. i've been i've been reading a lot about it lately yeah and it's um it is completely psych in psychology they call it the old brain uh, versus a new brain it's basically subconscious versus conscious mind and how you know there are things like that like the fight or flight method um, that that are just kind of ingrained in our psyche just because of our human evolution sure so it's really fascinating to me because we look at things like you know infants when they when they need something they fucking scream their heads off right, right? like you, you and then you get your needs met and that type of stuff, that type of behavioral pattern carries with us. You right, know? For so sure. then when we're dealing with a, with somebody that we're pissed at, we think, I just need to yell louder or more mean or more aggressively and then they'll hear me. Right. It's like talking to someone who doesn't speak your language. You just speak louder in the same language you speak and they still don't understand you. Right. right. Because they need you to speak the same right. language. Like I'm speaking English, you're speaking Spanish. Right. Right. Do they speak English and what? <laughs> Say what again? Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> what? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? What? English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? Yes. Then you know what I'm saying. Yes. What? Say what again. Say what again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. A little Pulp Fiction reference there. Nice. They speak English to, and what? You'll have to place a little... <laughs> little Say what audio cue in there? Yeah, I'll have to find it. Hopefully, I can find it. Um, 
Yeah, so so let's talk about this because the I've been reading this book lately and I've been uh, it's actually a, a pretty brilliant book by a psychologist named uh, Harville Hendricks who's kind of a pioneer in um, in the area of relationship therapy and uh, something that he's termed imago therapy and it's so interesting to me how there are pieces of us like I was just saying that are kind of primitive and kind of subconscious our old brain versus our new brain so we have this interesting dichotomy where we have these instincts to yell or scream or flee or run away but then we can override that with our conscious mind with our awareness like Mm. where we are now so that's kind of what this little four-step process is is turning up the volume on um, our awareness and what we're able to do now that we understand what's happening like of course i'm angry and my natural inclination will always be combat right or for others will always be to run away avoidance right sure so when you know that, like, and don't make yourself wrong for having that natural instinct, because, you know, I find it, especially in relationships, people are like, why do I get so mad at my partner? And I'm like, well, let yourself be mad. That's fine. But consciously choose what you do with it. Don't speak during that time. Don't get, you know, don't yeah. try to work issues out during that time. So if you can kind of understand what's happening happening for you physiologically and then use your awareness and your tools and actually make choices that are powerful for you. Um, anger isn't really a problem at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's all about checking in with yourself anyway. It is. You know, it's funny because almost always it comes back to awareness. That's it. You know, it's not necessarily that we eradicate anything. You don't eradicate fear or anger or upset or hurt even. Right. You just or even negative self-talk or whatever. It's a management. You now, now that you have the awareness, you're able to decide what you want to do with it and make powerful choices for yourself. So, so let's do let's do a little four-step process of dealing with anger, okay? And okay. so this could be this could be anything. Okay. Anything, uh, but also this is primarily when dealing with another person, mm. whether it's family members, bosses, intimate partnerships, whatever. So when you tend to get so angry with with another that you speak out of anger or you're communicating in such a way that nothing's getting rectified. You're not getting your needs met. You're not communicating well. You're not being heard. Um, because, you know, when you think about it, like I always – I always, you know, I've mentioned this quite a few times on the pod, like, especially with a, an intimate partner, well, anybody, really, like, even brothers and sisters and stuff, like, you come... It could be the guy in front of you on the freeway. It's true. You know, like, yeah. Well, it, that's a, actually, that's a great example. Like, when do you approach a driver and you're pissing, you know, pissed off and screaming and yelling at them, when does the other driver ever go you know what, you're right. I shouldn't have pulled out in front of you. I'm totally going to change my ways. Very, very seldom. That, like, never, what do they do? They get combative or they run away. But they think you're an asshole. Like, ah, oh, calm down. What are you so angry about? It, the point is, <laughs> they never do what you want. That's right. That's you know, right. you never get the results you want, mm-hmm. ever. So let's allow some room for our humanity 
you know, in our natural, you know, physiological nature to, to do what it will with its anger, but then also just like make some conscious choices because we're able to. Yeah. Okay. So the first, the first step, and this is so simple, but you got to call it out. It's just noticing and putting an awareness around it, around I'm fucking furious right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times our focus is not internal. It's not on us. It's on, on external factors. It's on the external factors and why all these other people are wrong. Right. And that's that it, it's like a vortex. It'll suck you in. And then all you want to do is fight about that particular thing. Right. Even if you're right or or not. Or like justified. Right. You're justified in being pissed. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, what you have to remember is almost always when we're upset and angry, we want something. We want something rectified. If we're mad at our boss, um, we want something changed. We want them to do a process differently. So, But we don't think about that when we're just speaking from fury and anger because that never, never yields the results we want. Right. So the first step is instead of going like, I don't know why I always use this example, but I do. Like, let's say your partner um, leaves their shoes out after you just cleaned the entire house and they do it over and over and over again. And let's say you just um, you just finished spending four hours cleaning the house and your partner comes home and they leave their shoes out and you've had this conversation over and over again and but you usually are screaming about it. They leave them out again and you're your first instinct is to be like, fuck, god damn it. You know, that How like many guttural, times do I have to say it? pissed off feeling, right? Yeah. Before you say anything to them, before you get caught up in that, I mean, because it's like tractor beam sucking sure, right in. Yeah, absolutely. If you know that reference, five extra points. <laughs> I'm dumb and dumber. I'm going to give it away anyway. Wow. Um, five extra points. That's. It's for not, nothing. It's points not, that mean nothing. Right, but it's not a lot these days. <laughs> You know, like, well, what am I going to do with five points? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, true. Okay, so back to our scenario. The first step you have to notice and say it out loud, like, I'm furious. Oh, my God, I am so pissed. And that's one thing that that has been really advantageous for me with you um, is claiming my emotional state instead of me saying, like, um, I'm really, uh, let's see, like instead of me saying I'm really irritated, right? which implies I'm irritated with you, mm-hmm. I'll say I'm just really irritable right now. Uh, like I'll claim it that like it's going on with me. Mm-hmm. I need to handle this emotional surge. I need to take responsibility for this emo- emotional surge that I'm having. Right. Even okay. if it was instigated by shoes. Right. Right. Exactly. So the first step is notice. Holy shit, I'm furious right now. Okay. The second thing is take your time to process. Do not address anything while you are in that emotional frequency. Yeah. It's even if you think like, oh no, I'm working on this. It usually sounds like this. Okay. So I know you just got home and... Okay, so I'm really, you know, and you're, and I know that you're frustrated, but I just, you know, I, there's a couple of things that I really need to run by you. Um, I spent my entire day, or, you know, and you try really hard to rope in your emotions, yep. but you're not. 
And it's a disservice to yourself. Like, allow yourself the freedom to feel what you feel. Mm -hmm. But speaking from that emotion does not yield the results you want. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for the next step. Yeah. Okay. So, and taking the time to process, you guys, you might have to ask for it, you know, with that other person, whether it's a boss or a sibling or a friend or a co-part or a colleague, whatever. You might have to say, like, you know what? You, you might not say the shit that I would say, which is like, I'm really triggered right now. <laughs> <laughs> that might not necessarily. It's very coachy of you. Yeah, it's very coachy. Um, but you might have to say, like, uh, I remember distinctly one time with you years ago. This is probably, we were in Palm Springs. You, it was us with Nancy and Duno and I. Wow, that was a while ago. It was a, it was probably a good. It was a good 10, 15 years ago. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And I remember very distinctly, you were like supposed to pick us up and you didn't pick us up. Oh, that's right. I was out hiking. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was so, so furious. And this is partly when we started learning that we needed to separate and not deal with things in the moment. <laughs> That's right. And I I remember looking at you and I was like, I can't even look at your face right now. I am so furious. And I said it just like that. Yeah. Like, I need to not be near you for a, a decent period of time. <laughs> and I just, like, said it. Boom. Like that. Because yeah. most of us try to, like, muscle through. And, and this is... A generalization, but poor men, they try to like stick it in, in there, you know, stick. <laughs> That's nice, what he said. Nice pun, baby. <laughs> they try to just hang in there and they're like, but dying to get away because they're like, when will this bitch shut up? Yeah, right. You know? And, and you know, to be honest, I, I think most people won't want, wouldn't want to be around that person if they're going to yell and scream at you either. Right. You know, unless there's some underlying, other underlying issues that need to be dealt with. Right. And you're trying to instigate an argument but you know the other person will probably be like you know what fine take just take some time yeah take some time so just be vocal if you this is part of acknowledging what's going on for you physically and making choices to support you and what you need Mm -hmm. so chances are what you need is you need to feel that anger and get it out so it might, you might need, to, for me, I love doing anything physical, like do a quick walk, do a workout, jumping jacks, move my body somehow. Like physicality works really well for me. Yeah. Um, whatever it is for you, maybe it's burning incense, maybe it's, you know, calling somebody and venting about it. Allow yourself to feel what you feel, but take the time to process it. So for me, what, what usually happens, this is usually the chronology of my anger, I recognize it. I recognize that I'm pissed. I take the time to process. And at first, I'm extremely committed that it's the other person's fault. Like I'm I, right at that the height of that intensity. Right, right. I'm like, if only they would do this, if they would have done this. Da, da, da. I'm a totally a victim and have no problem. Like it's right. all their issue. Sure. And then gradually, and it usually takes me like a good two hours. And then gradually as I get closer to that two hour mark, I start seeing all the things I could have done better. And I start having a little more compassion for their point of view. Or here's maybe how they start, they might feel. Or here's here's what I really need to own. And I'm able to kind of assess what really happened, the big picture, versus just the, the minutia of my emotion, of what mm-hmm. I felt in that moment. Right. So... 
take that time to process for God's sake, please. This is like the most important. Please, please take the time and and ask for it if you need to. Just say, you know what? I need I need a little time. I need like two hours. I'm really upset and and own it and say, I don't I don't trust that I won't say something I regret. Like I and I, you don't deserve that. Let me just process this when I can. Well, I was just going to say what what happens if the other person is like, no, we need to talk about this right now. Like, let's talk about it, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's when you can certainly acknowledge that and just say, I I definitely want to work through this for right. sure. But I I just feel like I am so charged that I'm going to say things I don't right. mean. I'm going to be really mean to you. Yeah. You're not deserving of that. I'm just asking for a few hours. I think it's just going to get heated and combative. I'm, and my commitment to you is I'm not going to run away. Right. It's I'm a great not way to just, stop an argument or stop something from getting too out of hand too. Yeah. Right. And then, but some people are afraid that if, if the other person asks for space, they'll never readdress it again. Ah, uh, that's true. And they're like, I know how this goes. Then we're just going to sweep this under the rug mm-hmm. and, and then that happens. And then we'll never address it again. So, if you are going to need the time and you're going to say, yes, we will address it, decide when you're going to reconvene. Like, let's talk about it later tonight after the kids go to bed or let me just process this a little bit. But if you're going to reconvene, make good on that. Sure. You know, really follow through on that. Yeah. Um, the third step is, and again, this is all shit for you to look at your own, um, your responsibility, is evaluate. Okay, to really, really evaluate what happened and what made you so pissed. So there's two levels here. There's the surface level of the thing that you're really pissed about. So the surface level is like, I'm mad that the shoes are out. Right. That was the circumstance. Very surface level. And then there's what the real issue is. And that's like kind of the underlying root level. What is the real issue. So if we're saying, you know, the the example of the shoes out, the real issue could be that this person just feels really disrespected. I feel like you take advantage of the fact that I'm willing to clean the home. Um, I, I feel like you think your role in the household is more important than mine. Or, you know what, it could be a million and other th- reasons. Right. But it's what you make that surface level thing mean. Hmm. So apply it to, uh, let's take it out of a relationship role and put it into like a life role, like um, like a boss. Okay. Because that would be a little bit different. Okay. You, you can't address it the same way, you know. It obviously depends on your relationship with your boss, but. Right. So let's <clears> say <throat> they do, you know, it could be the same, same exact thing. Uh, let's say they always leave a bunch of um, papers and things for you to do on your desk. Okay. And okay. And you're, you've asked them repeatedly to leave them in another space. Okay. Like in a file somewhere. Okay. Can you leave them in my inbox file over here on the table? Over and over again, they don't do it. Right. Over and over again, they don't do it. And to you... That's the surface level thing is just that they are choosing to put the work in a different place than you've requested. The root issue is probably something along the lines of, I don't feel like you value how I spend my time or Mm. 
I I feel like you think you need to micromanage my workload right. or I make up that my boss doesn't think I'm competent enough to prioritize my workload right. or I make up that he is trying to see what else is going on on my desk. Right. Or do you see what I'm saying? <clears throat> sure. Like there's a yep. root issue of why you're really pissed. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes it's because we make it mean something. And, and a lot of times it's around respect or worth or feeling valuable or validated yeah. uh, in, in whatever role that is. So that's what you need to do. When, while you're taking that time to process, start evaluating what is the surface level and then what is really the issue? What am I really pissed at? And then the fourth is is the most powerful, is to choose how you want to address it. Choose the way you want to address it. So it's not enough just to be pissed and upset and identify what the root issue is. You have to be really, really clear what you're asking for. What are you asking for as a as, to rectify this? Um, a lot of times we come back to this conversation, like so you come back and you're talking to your boss. And you keep saying, like, um, I just really want you to respect my work more. And it's like, well, what exactly okay. does that mean? It would be so much more crystal clear if you said, I've noticed that when you put this paperwork on my desk, I'm. it means this to me. Like, I've made up that you don't trust me. Is there anything there? Right. You know? And then if that you can kind of explore it and figure it out, maybe it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so absent-minded. I didn't realize that this mattered that much to you. I, I'm so sorry. And then, you, you know, that's the other thing, too, is you have to be really clear on what's your responsibility and it's what's not. That boss in particular might have no desire to rectify what you need. Right. It really depends on your relationship. Same thing with a sibling. Same thing with a parent. Same thing with children. You know, it. you never know. So you have to get connected to what will make you proud of you. For me, it's always I'm really proud if I evaluate the situation and see, especially if I spoke out of anger or anything like that, to own that. Yeah. You know, and say, here's what I haven't <clears throat> communicated. And a lot of times, too, the part about creating meaning, like creating a meaning around, well, my boss always leaves these papers on my desk. That must mean this. If you haven't communicated about that, you've made that up. And then a lot of times that just, so then every time they drop it off on your desk, you're just like, and it's all based off of something you've made up. Right. So at least give the other person the opportunity to be what you need. I like That's that. all you can do. That is seriously all that you can do. Um, because they might not. They might be like, um, oh my God, get over it. I'm just, I'm your boss. I'm going to put shit on your desk. Right. And you might have to deal with that. The, the most important thing though is, have you spoken your truth? Have you conducted yourself in a way in which you are proud? Have you been forthright about exactly what's going on with you have you done the deeper work to evaluate what you have made this behavior mean like what's the surface level and then what how do you interpret it like you interpret behavior all the time Mm -hmm. so again like with the shoes i interpret that that means you don't respect what i do in the household it could be that 
there is something in your shoes or, you know, that that's how you grew up. Everyone just took their shoes off right at the front door. You know what I mean? It could be so many other things. Oftentimes the meaning isn't malicious. Right. We've just made up that it is. Right, right. Um, or it might be uh, uh, the person might be so focused on um, the next task at hand that they don't think about where to put their shoes. Mm-hmm. They just take them off and, you know, it's it's something that they need to right. work on before they get to their next step. Well, it's the same thing with the boss. It could be that they're so overwhelmed. They're just like, okay, let me get these papers done. This person, yep. and it just slips their mind altogether that you've asked for them to be in a certain place for you to keep order in your office right. or whatever it is. Right. And then you create this meaning and, and you create their intention. Well, they're intending on making, on belittling me, on blah, 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 which is not true yeah. oftentimes. So that's our responsibility is to get that out. I always say just at least give them the opportunity to be a true need. Yeah, I like that. That's on you. Yeah. That really is on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so, and again, when you, when you come back to this conversation and you... You know, you're sharing what what was so upsetting for you. Again, be really clear exactly what you're asking for. I would really, really appreciate it if you would put them, um, you put these papers in this bin over here. It helps me circulate things so much better. Right. Um, And and I am so sorry that I didn't express how how important that is for me. I'm so sorry I didn't even set if you, you have. up for success. Even if you have. Yeah. Right. But most of the time, we haven't. We've right. said it when we're pissed. Like, God, can you please just put the papers <laughs> over there? Right. But even if you have and they continue to do it, like if you say, I, I really apologize for not making it clear that this is what I want. Uh, to the other person, it will be received better. Right. Right. It will be received more of, okay, now I get it. She's very very clear or he's very clear on what he needs, blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, and and this does not, this is really just a relationship tip, um, even though we're, we're talking about, you know, general life stuff. I know for us in things like that, if we kind of have a little rule of who does it mean more to. That's true. Like if, like, let's say that shoe situation was really us, which it's not at all. Because I'm far more messy than you. <laughs> it would be my shoes out for sure. Um, but like, so let's say that was really the scenario. And we looked at it and it was such a big deal to me that you put your shoes away. Like I get way more worked up. And you're like, you know what? It, it means more to you. I'm happy to concede on this one because yeah. it really isn't much skin off my teeth for me to accommodate this for you. Compromise. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's just a kind of a little relationship tidbit that might be helpful for you is because it could, a lot of times what happens is like when we don't get our partner, you know, we don't get why. Right. Like, they, why is it so important? Why Who is cares? that such a big deal? We want to defiantly not concede. Uh, we don't want to accommodate yeah. because we just don't get it. Mm-hmm. But it'd be so much easier to go, you know what? 
it means a lot to you. It clearly means a lot to you. I would rather give give in on this one because it doesn't matter that much to me to accommodate right. it. So we've kind of adopted that as a little rule, you know, as we go through things. Like, and oftentimes it's really small domestic stuff. Like, it means more to you to put the dishes on one side of the sink than sure. That I don't. I don't care. I don't right. think it's a big deal, but it means more to you. So right. I'm happy to accommodate it. So anyway, that's a little, little side, uh, side note, side love tip there. <laughs> Just a tip. Oh, Just a tip, please. So, um, so yeah, so there's your four steps. Notice, holy shit, I'm aware. I am pissed off. Give yourself the time to process. Ask for it if you need to. Okay. And take as long as you need to and let yourself feel what you feel. Do whatever you need to do to get that shit out because we didn't mention this before, but if you if you let anger fester, if you don't deal with it, if you internalize it, you will get sick. You mm. your body will manifest it some other way. Absolutely, or it'll come out in some meaningless piece it'll, instead of the part that you're trying to address. Do not try to suffocate it. It does not work. It never works. Number three, evaluate. What's the surface level? And then what am I What am I really, really pissed off about? And this can be some deep shit if you're dealing with family. Um, so keep an eye on that. Like what am I really, really angry about? And then four, choose a powerful way to address it. And, and decide specifically what exactly you are asking for. Um and if you're embarking on a conversation again, what I always do is I say, tomorrow when I wake up, how do I want to feel about how I conducted myself? Yep. Um, it's like gearing up. And it also gets you attached to how you are showing up instead of how you're received. Because again, that person might be like, awesome, I can't wait to work on this. And they might be like, fuck off. You yep. have no idea. You're only responsible for you. Did you speak your truth? Did you do it with kindness and grace? Yeah, I like it. All Beautiful. Right. Cool. And that works on either end. Like if someone's angry at you, yes. you can kind of go through the same steps or help them go through them. Yeah, absolutely. Because that that's the deal. It's like it's – the anger has a frequency. Sure. You know? Like you could say, take some time. Take a, take a little bit. Let's talk about this in a little while. Right? right. So it can be either side of the conversation. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, I, it, 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 you feel it. There's an electrical charge. There is something oh, happening. Oh, for sure. And, you know, it's the same way, like, I've used the example, like, road rage. Somebody, like, honks at you and uh-huh. is angry. Like, you can feel that. And your instinct is to retaliate. Like, what? Yeah. You know? So when somebody's coming at you, like, recognize, okay, yeah, that does feel like shit. The first step is always the awareness. And then, okay, let, you know what? Let's just take a sec. Because... And I always just claim what I need. And it, and, it, and that is a, a habitual thing that I've nurtured over years and years and years of recognizing, okay, what I need is to not be around this person right now, whether yeah. they're coming at me or I'm coming at them. And that's that's a part of self-care, you know? Yeah. All right, cool, junkies. Hope that was uh, some good food for thought. Again, we always love to hear from you. Please cruise by the site. Click on... Uh, the podcast when you go to thejoyjunkie.com and you can actually submit topic ideas. Um, it also, we love those. I, we love topic ideas. It's so helpful. And you can also um, leave us an iTunes review. It would be really incredibly so much appreciated. 
And um, also, when you're at the site, please download your Life and Love digital kit. You can find it a ton of different places on the homepage, etc. Um, and you can get lots of cool freebies. Nice. So as always, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, we just love you guys to pieces. And here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. Mm-hmm.